Hello, and welcome to Doing the Work with Jay and Becca. Today we have a very special guest. We have Stephanie Traeger, who is an amazing... I mean, you should hear this woman's bio. This woman has everything, just even under her name, as a keynote speaker, attorney, strategist, executive coach. She is a change agent helping leaders master the game of influence and leverage sustainability <laughs> strategies to prepare hey, for Stephanie, a rapidly changing to the world. Show. Hot damn. We are so wow, excited to have her here. Having you and thank you, Jay, for bringing her in. And on a personal note, I met Stephanie in uh, Vegas recently, right? And um, we, as soon as we met, she said, hey, are you? I? I'm Jay. She said, hey, I'm Stephanie. She said, where are you from? And I said, Lawrence, Kansas. And you started to say something about thing or farms or right <laughs> right and you she caught herself and she was like oh my god that's implicit bias and so then we had a conversation about implicit bias <laughs> and, uh, you were like can i well, i'm gonna use that right <laughs> i actually did I told someone that story it was about dorothy and can't right dorothy and can't yeah you started to say mm-hmm. something about dorothy and then you were like i'm not gonna say that <laughs> yeah yeah and I thank you for it, I think. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fascinating oh, yeah, how our minds work. Yeah. We assume that everything we want to say is okay, right? And there's always context. So I yeah. think that, and, and when we can be self-aware to call ourselves on it, even better. Yes, constantly. I was doing a video. <laughs> I was doing a video the other day telling a story. And in the middle of the story, I caught myself. Being biased. It was great because I did it right in the video. I was like, oh, and you wouldn't want to do that because I was talking about somebody being like a redneck being prejudiced or, you know, like me assuming Uh that some parts store guy would be, you know, I was like, oh, my God, look at myself. Like, (laughs) but it was good. It was great. Example. I'm like, look at me being, you know, biased right there. <laughs> I think it takes a lot of vulnerability to call ourselves out, you know, on the spot in the moment. Like, hey, I'm not perfect. Oh my God. Yeah, we all have yeah. this. It will never heal, right? We'll never heal or transform this whole thing unless we can all just be honest. Amen. Amen. And is when you work with people, is that something that, because that's part of what I teach is like, let's create a culture, let's create a community, mm-hmm. let's create a world where we can actually have these conversations and allow each other to step in it so that we can learn. Yeah. I mean, it, and it always depends which kinds of community, right? And what the, I, I mean, I get, say a little bit more about that. Please. Well, like, <laughs> um, so I, as a coach and a leader of this tribe, for example, uh-huh. I lead by example. So they, everybody who listens to me will tell you he's a great coach. He can transform anything. He can trans, and he can walk people to transform anything. But they'll also tell you I do my work. Like I am transforming this shit in front of them, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I have a trauma background. I'm a trans guy. I got all that. You know, I got. I'm a gender nonconforming person. Yep. I got all the stuff. And so I say I have to be willing to fail and to change my mind so that I can be a powerful leader. Because uh, what I know today, I didn't know in 2005 when I started my coaching business. You know, I'm, not, I'm, I'm a way more transformed human being, thank God, because we continually expand. But my point is I lead by, I lead by stepping in it, you know, and by, and by cleaning it up and by, you know, sharing that from that perspective. And so mm-hmm. I create mm-hmm. this community like that. We all have, give each other the grace to do that inside mm-hmm. of this podcast. Um, I, when I go into companies, that's what I help top down. 
right, that we want to create is a, a culture where people can actually, oh, God, I just screwed that up, you know, <laughs> like be able to say that out loud and get grace. Um, so that's, that's kind of, that's what I mean. I was like, and I do think it takes vulnerability, but then that's part of what uh, has to be addressed when we deal with that. It's right. How willing are you, be, are you to be vulnerable to be able to lead that way? Yes, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So tell us more about what you do, because part of that, I mean, you're a, you're a lawyer, you're a coach, you're like, you're all the things. And one of the things that fascinated me was that you talk about bias, implicit bias, from the perspective of the environment, which I found fascinating. Can we talk about yes. that for a second? Yes. Um, so just cool. starting starting back, like I, I even, even within the environment, what I'm going to share with you, I have my own biases, but based on based on my experience, right? And all our biases are based on our experience. So, so my journey with, with sustainability began 25, more than 25 years ago in environmental activism and just being like totally in love with nature and trees and forests and wait, we can't, we know we cannot destroy the environment. So I started off there and that brought me to the law. I mean, it's a long windy story, but uh, my, my work right now is primarily uh, coaching and strategic consulting and consulting in the area of sustainability. And sustainability means so many things to so many different people. And, sure. that, that, and whenever there's a word that means so many different things to so many people, it's laced with biases. Mm. And, uh, right. So that's kind of always my, my starting point. And I, I, I also have a law firm, so that's kind of a separate thing. But one of the things I find fascinating is as a lawyer, you're trained to issue spot in this. You know, as coaches, we issue spot too, right? We're like, we're, we're connecting the dots. Mm -hmm. And and so I really think that, um, you know, I, I've come to own my superpower as really connecting dots and seeing the mm -hmm. invisible. I have, and so, so from the perspective of law, law, there's all the sustainability and law. There's like a whole body of law around that, um, hard and soft law, meaning like, uh, regulations and literally laws versus guidances and principles that are kind of standards. The, the world is, is starting to take on. So I hope I'm not all over the place here, but coming back to your question about biases is, is in this world of corporate sustainability, which is actually now a thing. It wasn't, yeah. a, th it wasn't a thing for a long time. At where no. it, was a it was definitely a thing for me, and I would be bumping my head against, you know, walls because I, I was a kind of a crazy person. And so, right there, there was a ton of biases against me. Oh, you're an activist. You're a this. Right. You're a that. Well, so even right? the words that you said that you were an environmental activist 25 years ago, right? Mm -hmm. We would call those tree huggers, right? We didn't. I mean, 25 years ago, that was not you know what I mean like you weren't you weren't the you know the popular kid in class <laughs> I mean, in terms of that particular well, I mean nobody knew what you were talking about 25 years ago we were just we were beginning to pick up cans 25 years ago I mean 25 right, years yeah, ago yeah we didn't even we didn't know anything about it right as well, a culture funny you should say that because I literally was a tree hugger I was, you know, I, was, I, was I was part of a I was part of a, a movement of of people committed to protecting the ancient redwood forests in northern California and we were living in the trees literally so what back then was crazy is now a really sexy story and it will sell my book you know let me yeah. just tell you that because it's it's crazy one of my killed my friends was actually killed by a logger and oh my gosh. that was what really brought me to the law. I was like, okay, we have to change something here. And so the biases around sustainability are still that it is now a 
corporate word. It is now, okay, there's risk involved here. Okay, there's reward involved here. Okay, there's, you know, potentially um, business this can actually, we can make the business case for it. So while there's, there's now, and, and I, I'm grateful, this is a wonderful thing that now we're, we're embracing co- corporate sustainability and supply chain sustainability and all these good things are happening. At the same time, there's this invisible bias going on that I see. And, um, so I'm, I'm writing a book right now on, and it's not on this particularly, but it's really kind of making the case for this, bias that is sort of stunting the growth on sustainability. And when I say sustainability, I mean, you know, human rights, environment, governance, like really good practices. And what I see is, you know, it's the same thing when you're coaching people, you're coaching your clients, right? Anybody, whether it's on, no matter what topic, there's, there's resistance, you know, mm-hmm. our, and everything is like this hologram. hologram. We have our own personal resistance as we do our d- deep inner work, and we come up against those edges. And it's the same thing with any new idea. And we're always going to find, like, the skeleton in the closet. So maybe the the activists or the watchdogs in the environmental space are the skeletons in the closet. Like, okay, we have to keep them over there while we do our thing over here. Um, am I making sense? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I've, well, mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, no, please go. I was just going to say, you know, it's what why I say this while while I'm saying this is it's like a huge opportunity to really really transform um, the world in every industry, business yeah. models, uh, corporate business models, big global enterprises, and right. this is just like diversity and inclusion. It's the same yeah. thing with sustainability. Yeah, well, and I mean, you and I have something in common in the sense that you know, I so you've been doing this work for 25, 25 plus years. Mm-hmm. Right. And now it's a popular thing. You know, like now it's a thing, mm-hmm. just like you said, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it's like I've been doing trans I've been doing trans LGBTQ plus kind of trainings for 27 years. Now, all of a wow. sudden there's it's a thing right now. Wow. It's like, oh, wow, this is a good time for us. Right. So it's <laughs> um, so that's good. So that's I mean, I can I can relate to having this. It's almost it's interesting for me as a as and I don't know if you feel this way, but there's this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's there's this fant- fantastic. Thank God, you know, everybody's finally paying attention. And then there's a little bit like, wow, I've been doing this a long time, and we haven't moved very far yet. And, you know, like there's a whole back and forth conversation. Do you feel that way sometimes about the environment? Like- yeah, totally. You know, it's interesting. So I have kind of two two schools of clients. One are leaders. Just it's just more in the general sense of leadership development and strategy, and then there's the other, which is which is I work with sustainability professionals, like senior leaders who are now charged with dealing with sustainability on the, on the large scale, or um, or you know investment banks where there's responsible investment. Like okay, now we have to do this. How do we how do we really change the mindsets? Yeah. of of our employees to help us do this because right it's not just a thing you get a memo about and make decisions differently you have to change so yeah. so like you were just saying about your work for 25 20, no, for 20 plus years yeah. and now 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 it's a thing so right. what what i find interesting is um sometimes it's like i i we assume it because we're we're like in our own universe of our subject matter expertise yes yes right and we think the whole world already knows about this. And right. Then, 
And then you're like, wait, wait, you, you don't even know about yes. that. And so it, it right. Yeah. But it's a great yeah. opportunity because then you're like, okay, we have to start this here now and you get to be the superstar who did it. So let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I just started a, a LinkedIn uh, video series uh, around that, around uh, trans training, education, all that, all that. And uh -huh. I started out and then the second video, I'm like, hold up. I got to back up. Cause I just, I mean, I started having conversations with people. I'm like, hold, hold they're not to trans one one yet. No, <laughs> they're yeah. not. They're still yeah. saying that boy's trans. What's he doing? Transgendering what's happening. You know, like, I'm like, Whoa, hold up. And you're right. I mean, when you're in your own, it's like being in your own little world and then, you know, taking a step out of it. Sometimes it's a little shocking. <laughs> so um, and I would assume frustrating as well. From, you know, the perspective of, like, God damn, you know, like, I we've been doing this for a while. Shouldn't people be in a different place by now? By now? And, like, why do I have to go backwards in a way? Yeah, one of the, one of the interesting, um, the interesting piece is always around the, the, the folks, and I just wrote an article on this on conscious leadership, like, the people who... And they, and this could be me too. I'm owning, it could be me. I mean, it is me in certain things. I don't know yet what it is, you know, so I'm willing to be called out on it, but that, that, that sometimes we, we, I'll say, think we already know. And so like, like, yes, no, I'm so open to that. Or yes, I'm so, I, I'm all on board. Yes. I love the environment. Yes. I love trans. I'm so open to anything. Right. Yeah. And, and then, but, they, but they're really not. So what I say is, you know, for me, for me, my, my big, my, I'm a stand for integrity, no matter what integrity. And, and everyone says me too. Oh my God. Integrity means everything to me. And integrity is a yardstick. You know, it's, it's a yardstick. We all, it's like, however far you are along the path of, of self-awareness, then you have that much integrity towards wherever you are on it. I'm not, it's not a judgment. It's just literally saying that we all think we're good. We, we all think we're moral and, and doing, you know, and want the best and are open, but, but we're not, we're not. Yeah. And that, that's the bias, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I, just to clarify, cause of what, cause our tribe will hear that, hear this differently. Like we would call, we, we call integrity workability. Right. So yeah. putting integrity in like a, like a foundation is workable. Mm -hmm. So, so we are all about integrity, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> creating workable, creating workability, um, mm. creating workability. But, but, but you're talking about something different, I would assert, which is uh, more ego based or coming from right, wrong, good and bad and having, having ego, you know, ego in the process of uh, being afraid to not look good. Well, for me, integrity means um, doing like just the best and highest good for all. Yeah, the best. Okay. So, so, so it, it like the highest level of integrity would be to aim for, you know, that that uh, I'm making this decision, even if it's not good for me, it's in the best and highest good of all. So it's yeah. it's in it's in integrity with the highest whatever. So yeah. that's right. So that's the my yardstick. Whether I live to it all the time or not, probably not. You know, but the question is always like, well, what's the yardstick? And I'm, I'm saying this, for example, when it comes to investments, this is just like a technical, a, a practical yeah. example, right? So, so, you know, I care about the environment. I am a hundred percent. 
uh, integrity to my, my beliefs and values around the environment and protecting the environment. And so then I have this 401k over here and it's in, I'm, I'm just saying somebody, right. And it's in this mutual fund and yeah. the mutual, the mutual fund is invested. I don't even know what it's in. There's some holdings over there. Maybe, I don't know, yeah. but it could. Okay. So I say, so I say, well, it could be invested in things that are really detrimental to the environment and having a human rights impact. And it might actually be contrary to your values. Would you like to know what that is? And, and then there's this kind of, I don't think I want to know, or yeah, I want to know. Okay, now I know. What am I going to do about it? And I think this is where we're at as a world. Like there are so many issues that are now in our face and we have to be willing to decide, okay, you know what? I'm doing the best I can and um, I'm going to just own that on that one. I'm just going to leave it like that. And, you know, it it there is a level of cognitive dissonance in our collective, you know, where we're making choices, even though we know they're having a certain impact. And I'm only saying oh, yeah. this, I'm, oh, yeah. right? I'm only saying this because this is just where we are as a world right now. Mm-hmm. So, so um, I don't know. I'm just going to leave that open and, and <laughs> pass it <my> to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't think you can make a choice in our. Uh, we are so corporate run, and so you know, I mean, I don't think you can purchase anything without, like, you know contributing to the detriment of our of the world to some degree you know what i mean like it's hard to mm-hmm. and so i think it is about like what and that's why I, what works for you and what and and what is that uh how does that show up you know like how we show up um i don't know i think yeah you just do the best you can like for us you know around that particular issue it's i, I think that's one of the reasons i wanted to have you on the show is because around the environment might be an area for me that i might not be as awake as i'd like to be you know what I mean? Because I know for sure that my job is to continually wake up. And I would so when you said bias from the environment, I was like, hmm. huh? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, do I have? Of course I have that. Of course I do. Like you can't not, right? We're all biased in every way, and you can't not have it. And I'm I, and I'm pretty clear that's probably an area where I'm really, you know, less awake than I probably could be. Oh yeah. I mean, I think that, and and I think that we as a people can feel like we are doing our part like okay well i recycle <laughs> you know like i i you know give to the arbor day foundation or you know whatever it might be we feel like we're doing our little part in the world and then you sort of cut off at what level do you you know keep going i think most people don't recognize that there's different steps that you can take so that's where that sort of falls into place as well of like, well, how, you know, I, and I know that people will say this, I've heard people talk about it, you know, well, like, that's just too far. Like, that's just taking it a step. I just don't, I don't have the energy around that. Like, I do what I can and, and. But see, that's what people say about, I mean, it's the same argument around trans stuff. It's like, well, now people like get, you know, it's like, Yes, I want to be supportive. I literally heard somebody say this the other day. I'm completely supportive of these young people and what they're trying to do. And I understand they're having a hard time, and I really want to be supportive of them. However, right, and then then it was, but they need to grow a thicker skin because this world isn't going to pander mm-hmm. to their super sensitivity. Uh, <laughs> uh, wow, you sound so supportive. Yeah. It's breaking. <laughs> you're, you're just, you're just cracking yeah. me wide open. You just <laughs> got all the support level there. I just thank you so much for that. I, I think that... We can go the same way with the environment. It's like, yes, I re- just like you said, it's like how, you know, 
And so I don't know, um, Stephanie, if you have guides or you have conversations people can get in or ways that they can start to stretch themselves around that, but that would be cool. Oh, yeah. So, so one of the things that I just wanted to quickly respond to that when we first got on the call, you started off Jay by saying how, you know, you continue to do your work and your community is, this is kind of, this is the space you hold in your community, your inner work. And this is to me, the, the this conversation is so beautiful because it is the, it's the, the model of, of, of what we're talking about. It's like, wow, okay, I, I don't know about that yet. And I should, and I want to, or I could, and maybe I could do better. And I, I just wanted to say this, that Mike, so my background has really been, um, I spent many years learning and immersing myself in different native and indigenous cultures. And that's, that's kind of, that's my spiritual path is, is shamanism and, and earth-based spirituality. And so for me, the understanding of nature is, it's, nature is part of me. We are all part of nature. We are all nature. Actually humans are, are like a tree. So, yeah. So one of the, one of the fascinating things to me is that, you know, once we start to open up, it it becomes more um, like when you see a child suffering, like this huge thing, that's just not, you know, there's like the elephant in the room with the, the children and the separation and families right now, it's happening that this huge level of activism over the last few days actually did something. It's not going to, it's not solved or the problem isn't fixed. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. The, the yeah. children at the board, Absolutely, but, yeah. but some, but something changed because everyone spoke out and, and really took a stand and that just watching that was fascinating. Yeah. yeah right? It was. So when we agree to care on certain things, like, wow, look what happens. And so so I think it's um, like you were also just saying, Becca, about um, about like how far do we go? Like we can't go that far. And I and I and then we like I think this is just kind of full circle, even even going back to the the corporate space where we should all be we can all be more vulnerable. And, Mm -hmm. And this is this is where it's at. It's like the more vulnerable we are to be like wait a minute, I care so much about everything. I just, and then we can admit like, but, but I have no idea what to do about it. I can't, how, what? And then we just start voicing all of our fears and concerns. Like I'm going to lose my house. I'm going to lose my lifestyle. I'm going to lose my, my money, my security. And like, like if we could really just talk about what we're, um, what we're, or, or I'm going to be seen as a prejudiced person. If I admit that I actually have these Mm -hmm. biases, Mm -hmm. right? So like, like we're just, I, I think we're really just at this edge of coaches, especially holding space for the deep interpersonal work. It, it once we get to a point in our own journey, it becomes more less, uh, less only about me, and now it becomes about the we, right? It's like me and I solve my own problems, and I've evolved, and now it's the consciousness of of evolution of the entire collective. Mm-hmm. So that's where I am focusing right that. now yeah i love that yeah well and we you know we come from the uh, I, I come from a new thought background so i come from a oneness perspective mm-hmm. and um you know that you when you say that one of the things that i got present to just recently for myself i've been really reconnecting to trees i'm a i've been a tree hugger in terms of climbing them and sitting in them and being with them my whole life. And so I've recently, I just cleaned out a tree back here that was getting overgrown so I could, we could have some communion together. Nice. And, um, and for me, that's part of that, that I hadn't thought about it until you just said it, but it's part of that oneness of, of the more I am in alignment with who, with my true 
like my trueness, my, you know, whatever, you know, I, we call it, um, knowing is the word we've used in the past because of the book of love and creation. But when I am in my knowing, for lack of better words, like that oneness is so present to me. And, uh, and that layer of environment is one that I think that we can, uh, we can, when we get caught up in our own worlds, we can just cut ourselves off from that sometimes. And the healing powers of it, I think, are so profound that it's worthy of making sure we don't. Yeah, I mean, I, I love this. I think we could talk all day on this one because our <laughs> like as we evolve and advance in in intellectually, and spiritually, right? Like expand to our higher intelligence. We yes. can we can absolutely cannot do it without connecting to nature because nature ha oh, there are codes in nature. Yeah, the codes in nature that upgrade our own intelligence. I mean, we are, when we say we're connected, I feel good. My heart's connected, but there's even more of a connection that is profoundly invisible. Oh, and it's so profound. Yeah. Yeah. And I experience yeah. it and I find that I do this to myself and I don't even, I don't know I've done it until it's here. until I've started to heal it. It's not like we just had this trip to Oregon. When was that? In April. And when I'm out in tree bathing, just soaking up all these gorgeous trees out there, I realized how long it had been since I did that. I mean, I've got trees in my own backyard, but I hadn't been connecting to them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think it's Deepak Chopra that has old, old, old book, Seven Spiritual Laws of something, spirituality, <laughs> or I don't remember. But one of them is to get into nature every day. Yeah. And that as a spiritual practice, I think is, again, it's worthy of, of just for the healing, but all, and the connecting and I mean, every bit of it. But I love that you said the code of, the code of nature even extends your intelligence. I love that. That's brilliant. Oh yeah, yeah, it absolutely does, and that's part of what I'm I'm writing in this in this work. I'm writing right now this book because a lot of the sustainability com uh, conversation, while it's it's hugely it's fascinating and and brilliant what kind of solutions are being created around the world. There's there's still it's happening in a conference room, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I, I lead retreats in the in the jungle in the Amazon. Yay. And yeah, See, that's what we'd rather talk about. So yeah. here's my request because we don't have you know we're well, as usual we're popping up on to time. Uh. Um, but uh, when the book is done, we want to have you come back on. Yay. For sure. And, uh, let's talk about that piece of it. Yeah, we are. Yeah, I mean, since we're here right at the at the at the edge here, I want to make sure that we have enough time to sort of get people. Um, up to date of how I mean we've got everybody like ah right now they're all excited and so now they're going <laughs> now what do I do how do they work with you how do they get in touch with you how do they follow you where are you at for our folks to find you thank you for that invitation I am at um, intentionalparadigms.com is the name of my my website is intentional paradigms dot com and my tw I'm on Twitter at Stephanie Traeger at Stephanie Traeger. And right now I would say, you know, and you can go to my free checklist for connecting with nature, but instead of doing that, it would really just be visit my website, connect me with me there. And I'm, I would love to have conversations with anybody if there's anything here that might be of service. Um, and in the meantime, uh, I would just love to stay connected with you guys. And, and yes, when my book is out, Share. Yeah. Where, yeah, yeah. Where where are we yeah, in that process? Great. Are you? When do you think that release? Um, in mid mid twenty nineteen. So it's going to be a while. 
it'll be a while. Okay. All right, <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll still be here. Yeah. Also, yeah, LinkedIn, Link- all over the place, but Stephanie Traeger or Intentional Paradigms, either one. Awesome. Well, Stephanie, thank you so much for being on our show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, that was fun. This was really, I mean, just really different and eye-opening to me. I've just got like all my brains, you know, swirling around with with questions and thoughts and ways that we can uh, support our, you know, you, but also just the way that we're, um, way that we approach things. Um, Well, I think we're going to have a pretty dang good conversation going on our Facebook group. Just as a reminder, everyone, we do have the the private Facebook group that you can come and we can, we talk each week about, you know, what's going on in each episode. Um, and you know, just get that conversation continued. Um, come join us. If you, um, have not joined us yet, you can find it. It is linked. Uh, there's a, there's a actual link to it, um, on our main doing the work with Jay and Becca Facebook page that you can find and click on that. And that will take you to uh, the private page. We do keep it private so that people can talk about whatever they need to talk about in that space. Um, and it is a safe and welcoming space for all, um, all of our listeners. So I hope you guys can join us there this week. And as always, we love you. Thank you so much again, Stephanie. Love you people. And we'll see you next Thanks, week. Thank Stephanie. you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us again this week on Doing the Work with Jay and Becca. We appreciate you so much and we invite you to join us at Doing the Work with Jay and Becca on Facebook. Uh, we have a great discussion group there going or visit us at jayandbecca.com for show notes. We have uh, pullouts of links to the books and the things that we talk about. And as always, we are here for you and we want to be part of your weekly self-care. So thank you so much for listening. Stay connected and most importantly, be kind to you. Hell yeah. Thank you so much, Jay, and we'll see you next week. See you next week.